Uh, okay, we're placing bets now on whether Morgan's with us or not. Well, at least she'll be sober for once. Hello once again, good evening, good morning, good welcome one and all and welcome to the Unsalted Popcorn Podcast Directionless Commentary Special Doctor Who Memorabilia Available in your favourite bookshop Don't forget, Big Finish exists Special edition podcast uh, As brought to you by fruit-based software apps of all varieties um, For you, this is normal For us, this is a rare Saturday outing um, Largely because I had more important things to do that I didn't want to do So I said, guys, let's do that instead and uh, they had more important things to do that they wanted to do, but they said they'd do it anyway. And uh, by them, I, of course, mean over on the Bernie Sanders side of the wall, it's uh, Laura Mammoth. Hi. And over on the other side of the wall, looking suspiciously like John Carruthers, but wearing glasses, and thus is a very different person, it's John Carruthers. Yo. Just something new there. What? The word yo. You're too seriously, mate. You're not cool and hip and young enough to get away no, with. No, 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 no. It's definitely John because... Because he's already knocked over the camera. <laughs> um, That's very that true. Good. Yes, he, he, he looked. He, <laughs> I'm amused that that little laugh you heard in the background was the Morgan. I can't see you got that joke, which is good. Hey. Um, not known for her love of apples, it has to be said. So, guy, hey, there she is. There's Morgan in a fluffy coat. Um, so, uh, guys, how we been? Yeah, not bad. It's no good. Not sort that one out. Um, it's, it feels weird doing this on a Saturday afternoon. It's a bit cold and the weather looks shit. But hey, here we are. And it feels weird doing this on a Saturday afternoon with a different man. Well, a man in the White House <laughs> as opposed to some shape-shifting tangerine. I, actually, as you, as you brought that up, um, I genuinely felt slightly more relaxed on Thursday morning. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. I didn't realize. Like, nothing has changed in terms of, like, foreign policies. Shit's still, like, kicking off everywhere around the world. There's still a pandemic. But, yeah, it's, it's weird. Mm. And I realized, I mean, part of me kind of wanted to know what Trump was thinking or saying about the fact he wasn't president. But the fact that I couldn't find out was really quite nice. I know. Yeah, who knows what that last two weeks would have brought had Twitter not done what they had done, which does beg the question, how would the last four years have been had Twitter not existed? Well, well, actually, actually, the last four years would have been completely different had Twitter not existed. That's the fucking point. It is, totally. But I think it does kind of raise the point again, and the point was made in 2016, just no one did anything about it. Hello, Morgan. Um, that if you're the president of the United States, you can't dick around with your own personal account. Because yeah, it's not no, about you, it's about the it's about the office. So you should only operate out of the POTUS account. Not sit there like an, a wannabe dictator spouting hatred and bile all, all the world from your personal account. And then retweet those POTUS and say, this guy gets it. Yeah. <laughs> and then retweeting it from the White House account going, the POTUS has said this. <laughs> and I just think if they just adhered to the rules from the start... Maybe, maybe 2016, 17 and 18 and 19 would have been slightly better. It would have been slightly less stress-inducing. It would have been less toxic, wouldn't it? Mm -hmm. But then again, 
Um, there's a story in the Eastern Daily Press today of a not unattractive young woman who's lost two jobs in the space of three months because of the pandemic. She's in entertainment and event management. She lost obviously the first job. Then she got on a, she got a new job, and she thought that was woohoo, we, we're good to go. Then she got fired from that, and then she lost another job. And as a general story about what people are suffering, the Eastern Daily Press decided to do a piece on her and the fact that people are struggling for work and struggling to pay bills and it's all a bit shit. The good people of Norwich, Norfolk and the interwebs decided, fuck that bitch, and piled in saying, well, why don't you get a different job? Honestly, it's not all about her. Uh, it's just nice to see that even though Trump has gone, the milk of human kindness is still sour. Mm-hmm. She should retrain and save her. <laughs> Well, I think I think she's she will do once the uh, Pretty Patel School of Technology is up and running. Oh God! And I I, I believe they are, they will be offering uh, four million three hundred twenty three thousand one hundred two four thousand and five and a million places available to people who need to retrain as long as they are born in this country, can prove they were born in this country, and have five generations of documents proving they were born in this country. <laughs> I'm having flashbacks to a couple of days ago where we said that we needed Morgan back in the podcast so we didn't make it political. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought about the Morgans looking slightly glazed, like nothing's changed, but nodding because she's just says the grown ups are talking about stuff I don't care about. Morgan wants to say something which will either be very insightful or we'll be going, does she ever even listen? <laughs> so here we go. When you said that someone lost her job twice, I thought you were still talking about Donald Trump's wife or something. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, Morgan. Yep, that's insightful. I can't argue yeah. with that. Um, right, so the reason <laughs> the reason we're here today, other than just to stop John and Morgan going for a walk and to stop me doing my tax returns and to delay Laura's... What are you playing? What are you playing this afternoon? I, I'm playing Among Us. It's three... Laura, the Queen of Titch, <laughs> Queen of Titch, or Twitch, if you will. Titch, yes, yes. Titch. Yes, it's it's the it's the social media platform for short people. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll be we'll be gaming. <laughs> we'll be gaming once more at Angel Interceptor. What what is this? What is, is it? Is this the game that I've seen you play before? And I just watch it and think people are having acid flashbacks. Quite possibly, I don't know whether you've been in when I've when I've been playing it. Is, is it the, but I've, I've I've been invited to a group game with eight people I don't know and uh, Peter Thomas. So, Proj. One could argue that's nine people you don't really know. <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm I'm, expe- I'm expecting uh, three hours of social commentary. That should be absolutely. Wonderful. Um, before we dive into this, um, I asked in the group, and I'm going to ask again because John didn't answer. Um, while I'm doing my tax returns, obviously one of the things I have to do is I have to record all the gigs I've been to because I get to claim back the mileage that I've travelled. And I normally put all the dates in my calendar with addresses and postcodes and stuff so I know where I've gone because I have to know these things. And apparently in June last year, June sorry, June 2019, I did a gig at Comedy at the Nest. That's it. Any any clues? Any ideas? Is that ringing no any way. bells with anyone? Has anyone ever been booked to do comedy at Ampersand The Nest? The Nest. Uh, well, if you Google comedy at The Nest, then it comes up with a gig in Montreal. So you, I'm don't get me wrong. I'm de- I'm keen to I'm keen to claim that. 
But I also have to claim mileage for a gig in Nottingham the next day. So I think if they're do paying... Even, do you even know where the... Was it in England? Can we narrow it down to England? It's definitely in England, and it will definitely be within three hours of here. And it's a Friday okay. night, and it might it might be a gig in Southend. Might be. But the only person I know who runs a gig in Southend doesn't run one there. So I'm snooped and screwed, but I can't remember. Um, well, it does say, in partnership with Humor Comedy, we're delighted to be hosting our first ever comedy night at The Nest. Ah, hello. That'll be awesome. <laughs> yeah, so basically you're looking to see who um, who, who, who ran the gig when... <laughs> well, that was me. <laughs> when you emceed it. That'll be me then. It's a Martin gig. Oh, I was talking to him then. I'm not talking Mark to him now, Martin, so I can't Mark, double check. Mark Martin actually appeared at the show as well. Uh, yes. Headline the show is comedy ventriloquist Trish Dunn, and yep. she'll be ably supported by local acts MC Carl Johnson, uh, who I've heard of. He's very good. I don't know. I've heard mixed things. So most people. Tom Alvin, Aaron Spalding, and Martin Muscat. There you go. See, I'll work it out for you just with a quick Google. I did a quick Google and I couldn't find that. And apparently I helped organise the gig. Just claim it was just, just claim it was in Canada. I'll go yeah, sorry. I'll, I'll claim mileage for mileage for Montreal and see if they spot it. I'm sorry, it's not as if you've now left a kind of digital footprint of your <laughs> uh, Well, I realised that on my last cause I, I tend to just copy across the worksheet from my accountant and then delete and refill. And I realised that I think it was last year's all my invoices were dated according to my Excel spreadsheet 2018. Yeah, so you just... Because I, I didn't bother changing it when it flipped over to 2019. I forgot to change it. My brain was just rushing through it. And no one's picked up on that. So either she was clever, read it and changed it, or the tax man is just not paying me any attention and I'll take the last one. Yeah. Um, oh, I was about to say, right, shall we get, get going? But Morgan's gone to get a drink, so we'll talk some more shit. Do you know... We can ironically start without her on the girl who waited. That would be very no. fitting. And actually, on that note, um, so we're about two thirds of the way through season six. Season? We are. This is yep. season six, episode ten. The girl who waited. We are skipping James Corden. We are skipping various other nonsense episodes. It's ironic um, skipping James Corden because he called. I believe we're skipping the David Williams episode as well, which is always fun. Um, always good to skip that. Yeah, so it's always skipping that's no 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 big no big deal. Um, no. And then from here, obviously, we're skipping again to the end. Um, so is this? Am I right in thinking this is the one that effectively wraps up the mysterious story arc with Francis Barber? No, that's well, the excellent. next one. That's the next one we're watching. So it, so it doesn't do any of that. Which is the Wedding of River song. This yes. is literally the one which just does the whole... Amy is young. Amy is old. Oh, God, it's that one. EJ's here we go. God, here we go again. Right, in that case, let's settle down and <clears throat> enjoy this one. Only, only inserted into this uh, list of episodes, so we didn't skip directly from Let's Kill Hitler to the end of the series. Which would have been so much more fun. It's literally the most tolerable out of these four episodes in my case, uh, so. the, the, the thing about this one as well is the, the, the whole premise and the title just came from... Uh, Matt Smith, well, Matt Smith, the Doctor's original kind of thing about Amy being, you know, the the girl, the girl who waited, you know, uh, yeah. 
and five as sitting in a suitcase, being a young girl, disappearing for 12 years, and disappearing for her two years. Just basically, the fact that she spends her whole time just waiting for him. <laughs> actually, am I right in thinking that they basically do, we'll, we'll see it when we get there, but they do a morph from little little Amy, Karen Gillan's cousin, little Amy, to Karen Gillan, Amy, sitting on the suitcase as if somehow she just spent 15 years in the garden. Not in this episode. Oh, that a different episode.
Or but maybe, they're still going to drive out the viewing figures if it gets out, but they don't reveal who it is. No, that's yeah. true. That's true. I, 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 I would love a secret of the generation. I've said, I've said this before. Yeah. As, a, as someone that's not a casual viewer, I think that's more appealing to me than it would. You know, you, you're absolutely right from the BBC's perspective. They want you to know that this is an event and blah, 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 and you'll get people. And, of course, you'll get a lot of the people go, I don't want you anymore because yeah. they want to. They'll, they'll, they'll want to go and say, okay, oh, wait till she's got a penis again. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and so, 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 so you'll, you'll, you'll get that. But, but as, as someone that, that will watch the show anyway, and I feel that by saying that almost feels bad that I'm just saying they can throw any old shit at me and I watch it, but I don't mean it like that. But, someone that <laughs> but it's true, show, you the do. The idea of just going into an episode not having a clue that, that 15 minutes in, the doctor's going to trip over a brick or something, knock themselves out, and then suddenly take by Colin Baker again. Uh, that, 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 that's quite, that's quite, that's quite exciting. That would but, be, but that would be the best regeneration ever. That would just be oh, the doctor running, running away from a Dalek. Doesn't get exterminated. Just trips over a brick. <laughs> Change, my dear. But thirty-four years too late. <laughs> <laughs> that would be utterly superb. Uh, lots of shouting. Oh, God, oh. yes. Lots and lots of shouting. Um, but I love the fact that the Radio Times has said there's going to be a secret regeneration and then uh, Series 13. Uh, and, and just by writing the words, there's going to be a secret regeneration that doesn't nullify the, the previous sentence. Also, on that point of caring whether or not the Doctor has a penis, do we even know if the Doctor does have a penis? How do we know he's not basically as smooth as a Kendall? They never really explained that. I don't recall any um, any any moment in any episode like classic or new who where the doctor has been kicked in the groin. No. I don't recall that happening. No, definitely not. And even though it's the BBC and it was around in the seventies, there's been no accusations of a doctor showing his bits to people he shouldn't be showing his bits to. If he has bits. Or even showing his lack of bits to people he shouldn't be showing his lack of bits to. So do we even know because someone raised the point on a Doctor Who forum today that if the Doctor, as a female Doctor, got pregnant but they regenerated into into a man, what would happen? And the ver- perfectly reasonable response back was, well, we don't know how time laws regenerate. Yeah. So normal pregnancy and normal reproduction may not even be a factor. So it could be that they don't have actual sexual organs and either they just appear or they lay eggs or or I don't know they say spit in half it's quite it's quite it's quite it's quite do you know this is infinitely more interesting than than uh, a kind of idea than the people that just get annoyed that it's a woman now yeah you know you know actually having 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 a conversation about how that that all works out you know and it's quite but but uh, there's actually there's actually the Deleted scene. There's a deleted scene in uh, I think season season six of of Doctor Who. Uh, there is a wedding of River Song uh, finale, and there's just a deleted scene where you just hear just kind of rolling their eyes, going, "I can't believe they wasted all their time on this. You don't even have one." And then she just walks <laughs> off in disgust. That, that, <laughs> can, that can, can I just point out in this episode the, uh, the, 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 the virus is called Chen 7 and I'm really really glad that the former president didn't know about that, <laughs> that would be another example of a China virus oh it would oh yes totally Chen Chen yes China <laughs> more infiltration by China 
Actually, on that on that note, has anybody heard yet whether the Chinese forces that were amassing on the borders of Canada and Mexico have invaded yet? No, because they couldn't get over the wall. Ah, oh, damn! It worked. Could they not just walk around the bits, walk around the bit that he had built, the seven miles he'd actually managed to build, and just go around the sides? Or is that too? They, they just felt that it was unethical. <laughs> So I think that was one of my favourite batshit theories, that there was a special code word he was going to say and he was going to put out on the emergency, emergency <laughs> signal network. Or when Joe Biden was inaugurated, he would say a magic word like, I don't know, takeaway. And the Chinese forces that were secretly amassed on the Canadian border that Canada hadn't noticed, nor anyone else, were going to invade. Rather, absolutely brilliant. Well, you know, they were they were sitting the cat the Canadian border, but you know, you know, Canadians are like they, they were too polite to question them. On it. <laughs> you 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 parked or you you parked the tank on my drive, eh? <laughs> they have to do that again. <laughs> Morgan, Morgan clearly doesn't depoliticize his podcast. No, uh, excuse me a second. I'll just have to scribble off does accents off my CV. Yeah. <laughs> we, 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 we should probably we should probably point out at this point that we did say that this was probably going to happen during this episode. It's a proper bottle episode, isn't it? It really is. It, it, really, it really. I was actually IMDb trivia. Hey, excellent. you said you were going to do you you weren't going to dribble that in if you weren't drinking. No, no, no. It's yeah. Uh, the it says the cast list for this episode is the shortest of any four le- uh, length episode of the modern series. Considering the classic series is second only to the Edge of Destruction for least cast members and i take umbrage to that because it should be fewest cast members Fair um point. but also it's been beaten there by uh, heaven sense hasn't it so yes there's like five cast members in this there were four in the edge of destruction because i did look that up but there are there are three how are there f- listed cast members in yes, heaven so sense because uh jenna coleman's not credited yes she does her a cameo <laughs> Yeah, but she's not credited. How? So you've got the veil, you've got the veil, you've got the doctor, you've got the kid at the end, and that's it. Yes. Do you know one of these days? I would love an episode where it's just, just the doctor. Like that uh, episode of One Foot in the Grave, where Victor is. If do you remember this back in the nineties? There was an episode of One Foot in the Grave, which was a proper bottle episode. It was just Richard Wilson for the entire episode. Yeah. Um, but it was the first episode where, after the ban on advertising on uh, advertising brands on the BBC, yes. So there is one scene in like a half an hour episode, or one moment where it's like a bowl of cornflakes or something. I forget what it is. And uh, Richard Wilson picks up the spoon, eats it, looks at the camera, and goes, "Hmm," <laughs> as if enjoying, and that's the joke. Yes, which I, th- I think is brilliant. But yeah, that's. Um, See, I, I, it's, been, it's been done with one foot in the grave. Yeah, See, I, I think it would work really actor. well. I mean, obviously, you know, you'd have the bit where the doctor put the, the cat in the freezer and that kind of thing. Um, you could borrow from other shows, and then he, got, he could briefly try and run a guest house. That'd be quite hilarious. Um, but there must be some scope of just monologuing with a really good doctor, just monologuing and panicking and trying to find people or find solve something on his own or her own. You definitely, you definitely need a good doctor to to do it. You know, you you, you couldn't you couldn't just throw. I don't think you could throw Peter Davison on that one. No disrespect. Yeah, I mean, Peter Capaldi Dav- effectively did it, but there yeah. were still other characters in yeah. that episode. But, but Capaldi could have done it. The the biggest problem the biggest problem is that 
it does it, it does basically i mean it's it, i suppose you know it's an it's an visual medium and he doesn't need to be talking all the time but one of the defining characteristics of the doctor is that he likes to talk yes you know? uh and and from 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 that from that perspective you know, like if it was Tom Baker, imagine Tom Baker just skulking about for. Well, funnily enough, he, he, I mean, he actually thought he was strong enough to just be himself as the Doctor, didn't he, and have yeah. no companion, which I definitely yeah. disagree with. But if you looked at, I take your point about the dialogue thing, but if you look at both Jodie Whittaker and David Tennant, if we look at the recent era, they were both very good and very adept at talking to themselves. Yes. They could be on their own. They could be completely isolated on their own in a room full of people. So I think you could possibly actually take out the room full of people and maybe, possibly not a whole episode because you'd have to set it up, but maybe you could for two-thirds of an episode. I'd also suggest as well that, 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 that Jodie Whittaker and David Tennant and possibly Matt Smith as well uh, are probably slightly better at the visual aspect of it. Yeah. You know... You don't you don't look back at the Peter Capaldi era and go, oh yeah, there was that bit where he was running down the corridor and they just kind of did that kind of comic slide to the left, and, you know, yeah. you know, it's, it was very different. So it's a weird thing that Capaldi's had more presence, yeah, which is kind of in keeping with him as a as an actor, but less physicality. Yes. I could, am, I, am I right in think, saying he was in the Crow Road many years ago? A, a young Capaldi was in the dramatisation of the... I can't even remember now. I've seen the Crow Road a few times. I love it to bits. I think I think he was in that as a, as a young Scot. Yes, I think he was, actually. He, I, I've got images of him being young and it might have been from that or something else. Yeah. Uh, yes, yes. Well, it's not young because it was only 25 years ago. Yeah. But he was also, if you've, if you've ever seen Local Hero, he's in that and he's about 10. Do you know, I still, still haven't managed to get around to watching that. Every time I want to, somebody else decides they want to watch something else. It's good. It's good. It's, I, I mean, I have to say it because it's Scottish and, you know, I'm not allowed to call myself Scottish unless I say it's good. I, I, I believe you actually have to watch it before you get your passport. Yeah. I mean, God, so it's... A, is... so, sorry, Laura. Sorry, this is the cheapest looking episode. It looks like it's shiny, but it's just. Are you suggesting that Karen Gillan looks cheap in this episode? I will fight I'm you. Saying, over that. I'm <laughs> saying that the random doors. Yes. Made I, of polystyrene. I, I do think that it's one of the cheapest sets they've had because that's basically the same door just shot from lots of different angles. I, I, again, uh, if we're only taking you who into consideration, I definitely agree with you. But if we go back to the classic series, it's oh, yeah. still worse than one of the most expensive. But to be fair, I will. You've got to credit Classic Who with this. They managed to create really elaborate sets using threepence halfpenny and a shilling and three egg boxes. I mean, For they sure. looked bloody awful, but they looked like someone had put some effort in. Whereas that genuinely looks like. They just stuck a door in a set and just a went. A door in a set, a little bit of CG. Well, yeah. I mean, the, the, these could actually just have been sculptured. These may actually be real bushes. That does look like they went to some stately home's garden and just stood there for five minutes. Yeah, all of this stuff will be borrowed yeah. or it'll be polystyrene. One of the is, this not, do, do, do they not be used, is this not the set that they'd be using deep breath? Could be another one. Of... Is this not Missy's debut? They use that same. 
But that that would be reusing this set further on rather than them use reusing a set from somewhere yes, else. I mean, did they not reuse this set for Deep Breath? Is what I said. Yes. Was 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 it's not the same. I think it's a normal card, isn't it? Or or is this part of no, there's, there's they adapted where, bits where, from? Matthew swings an umbrella around that pond while she's walking. She's talking to somebody. Yeah. I think possibly don't want to go too too spoilery into it. Is, is, is this also I'm going to go right on to that as soon as this episode's finished and see <laughs> if I'm ready? <laughs> we might do a director's cut when we come back. <laughs> um, is there the possibility that this is also slightly borrowed from Pompeii? <sighs> and that's definitely borrowed from somewhere else. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe. Some of the items there are, but I mean, this is three years after, so it's unlikely that that would still have been. Yeah, good point. Good point. Oh, oh well, thanks for pointing at the handle there. <laughs> <laughs> He's the doctor. He doesn't know what handles are for. He would just be waving his Sonic at it for days. <laughs> Till John Hart wonders. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was wooden. Oh, so it wouldn't work. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose there is an element of the Doctor Flying Solo in this episode the way they, they split them round Just because you refuse to acknowledge Rory Yeah, totally, Rory's not in this episode <laughs> Refuse to acknowledge the existence of the Rory But he used to do it all the time in Classic Who actually, one of the first things that would happen for, for, for kind of Classic Who was he'd get separated from his companions to the point you're going, can he, can he even really be called companions anymore? Like the fact that, you know, like, Ian, Barbara and Susan spent so little time actually with William Hartnell. He just that's, kind of like, sure, there were other people around here. That's very true. And actually the same with um, same with Jamie and... I've forgotten her, I've forgotten her name in it. But there's that, there's that Jamie and the, and the female girly woman person who was with them also spent an awful lot of time on their own. Yeah, having and that, got... used to, that used to almost be like the key key kind of thing. It wasn't a case of uh, because because otherwise in, in Doctor Who they would kind of wander along, and there was only so many ways that you could say we need to get back to the TARDIS. We can't get back to the TARDIS, so it was usually the key thing was to split them up. Yep. Rather than shit, it's Daleks. Let's go. Okay, good idea. Off the fuck. Yep, that's the one every time. Well, this years later, how she get her the, her hair the same? Where's she washing it? Um, she's, well, she's washing it in the garden, and she's yeah. been cutting it with a sword. Which is why she still gets that nice little raggedy look to the end of her at the end of her layers. Do you know? Can we not talk about hairdressers? I haven't seen mine in so long. I'm not even sure he's still in business. <laughs> well, like. Yeah, you could be dead. Yeah, well done, Morgan. Bloody hell. Thanks. Thanks for that oh, dark you're turn. Chance dead now. I like the fact that we busy bang on about politics and use inappropriate language around children, and it's the child who sits there and goes, Well, poor Bars is probably dead anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to rename this podcast Morgan's Tales of War and Despair. We three are actually the upbeat, positive element of the podcast. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. God, that's the most energy I've expended in three months. <laughs> <laughs> three? 
Mickey, go back to your earlier podcast where Morgan was positively bubbly, but now she's hit dirty and puberty's yeah. taken over. She's like, why you all just die? On, on we has taken hold. By the way, I've started watching Spiral on BBC4. Um, for those of you who are actually paying attention to this episode, it's not that we're ignoring it, it's just it's gone crap again. Um, uh, yeah, I started watching Spiral on BBC4. And People keep telling me to watch it, and I haven't. Well, we, we we came into it on the last series. This is the final series. It probably might be worth watching from the beginning, you know, five series of it, because there's clearly character development. It's not yeah. just crime drama. Um, but they the French were using the word ennui, and it mean, translates as bored. So I like the fact that their, their word is actually quite a normal average word for a dull thing. But over here, it means far more existential angst <laughs> and has been given some high high art meaning. And that's just the French going, pissed off, really. <laughs> oh, angry Amy. Angry old Amy. Angry. Oh, we've all been there. I mean, the, the makeup's not good. It has to be said. Which 36 years have passed. You don't know how Karen Gillan's going to look in another 26 years. If I close my eyes, I do. She's, <laughs> she's not going to look like that. If nothing else, she can now afford the plastic surgery that she wouldn't look like that. I know, but the issue then is she's just going to look like Nebula. <laughs> yeah. The, 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 the weird thing is they've done a terrible job with face, but whenever I watch this episode, I go, did they fatten up her thighs? Yes. And I feel like I'm body shaming her. Well, no, but you, you know, you're Karen, right. Karen Gillan always was quite stick-like, and, and in this episode, it just looks like they've padded out her thighs. I mean, but that's not, well, actually, just, as you as you mentioned that at the start of this, she's wearing very tight trousers and clearly has very thin legs and a fine arse. And they've decided that part of the aging process is not just that the face has filled out. Yeah, she's clearly got some more trunk and has sat around a lot of the time, not doing her wee fit and eating donuts while waving her sword. And has now got a fat ass and thick thighs. Yeah. Which is actually us, not us body shaming. It's the makeup department of deciding that's what happens to women over a 36 year period. I, I, did, I just may have just mentioned We Fit. I won an episode where all of the We Fits went wrong and <laughs> dragged people oh, into yes. the game. Oh, that'd be superb. Actually, end up having a face to face argument with your We Fit trainer. Oh, imagine, imagine. I mean, I haven't seen mine in a year. She's going to be giving me so much grief if I ever finally log back on. I mean, she get she was getting a bit passive aggressive when I was only doing I, it every three months. I, when, when we got that, I literally only used that to use the uh, the, the, the the board as a set of scales. That's literally <laughs> it. I I ignore that. Would you like to be weighed? No, fuck off. <laughs> you haven't been weighed in an You haven't. We haven't weighed you in months. Yeah, there's a reason for that, soldier. Jog on. I did, as we were busy talking about exercise and stuff, I got 10k on the exercise bike down to 28 minutes yesterday for the first time. Could barely walk afterwards, but I bloody did it. It's amazing what you'll do when you don't want to do your tax return. Which actually, on that note, this morning I found myself watching, literally, I, I use the term advisedly, the tail end of that new dog grooming show. Have you seen this yet? Have you not seen this? Sheridan Smith is back on our screens, which is a lovely thing. And she's keen and excited and all up for it, and that's lovely to watch. But she's basically, this is the dog grooming version of Bake Off. And it's people who just get told to put funny shapes in pedigree dogs, and it's just shit on every level. 
Is it called Farquhar? Sadly not. They missed a the trick there. I, I glad th- they didn't call it the Great British Grooming. <laughs> I believe that was the BBC in the 90s. I was going to say, is that on the BBC? <laughs> John, did you wear your glasses earlier on because of this episode? Is that the reason why you put those glasses on simply because of what happens here? <laughs> Oh, sorry, well, well, because I think I'm on the cusp of a migraine, but I've actually completely come right out of it. <laughs> Can we I just felt like shit about five minutes before I was meant to log in, and my eyes, I actually looked, my eyes looked like I had snow blindness, she... and I was actually kind of going, I'm not sure I want to do this, you'll have to do all the talking, Mark, and this won't be a disaster at all. And now suddenly I feel a ton better. Can we just pause, pause here for a second, and just yeah. marvel at the Eric Morecambe impersonation that Morgan just did? I mean, round of applause. That is absolutely superb. It was unconscious. Oh, totally, totally. You did an impression of a comedian you've never heard of or seen. It was beautiful. I'll show you later. I'll show you later. You, did, you, you played with your glasses in a way Eric Morgan would have been proud of. There we yeah, go. Exactly. That, That's that, that. Oh, Yep, it was fun. I love the fact that you, you know, you said let's pause this here, and I was just thinking, our one fan that was complaining about the blank was like, fucking bad or not? No, I can hear, I can hear her swearing now. I go, you pause this now, and track you down and kill you. <laughs> I have to say, it was it was quite a hard ask at any given time. Sometimes we all watching the wrong bit. <laughs> I absolutely love this Dalek episode. We are watching the same episode, aren't we? Uh, <laughs> Do you know the good thing that I took from that, and again, we're wandering away from this episode. Thank God. Uh, once more, the, the, the good thing I took from that is the fact that it has proven there are actually people that watch this and press play when we press yeah. play. Oh, I was impressed by that, because the fact that she yeah. lost her shit that we got out of sync, it was like, my God, it actually works. Because it clearly <laughs> works. It, it works if it gets balled up brilliant we're on to something if we can get up to four listeners that must be wonderful but there must be other times like probably right now where you're thinking why even bother yeah totally i mean i would <laughs> i would like to focus more on this episode but i really don't want to i've just seen another fact it says when the doctor looks for the glasses a small tape player looking device activates on the tardis console and the 1963 doctor who theme can be heard played backwards oh missed that off. and didn't know that I refuse to believe that happens. What is it? Is this some sort of Judas Priest episode? By the way, who ever thought that as Amy Pond got older, she'd start looking, she'd start looking like someone's teacher? How did I get her to look so old? The, te- the, 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 te- the teacher that you had in like, kind of first year, yeah. who was still kind of on the cusp of being hot and every time you left in sixth year, you're like, oh. Yeah, that's the one. To answer Morgan's question, there they basically they they waited thirty six years. They filmed Karen Gillan's scenes in the future and then sent them back. Yeah, after time travel has actually been invented yeah. in twenty thirty three. That's what they did. They just, they, they just, oh, Amy. That's what they did. <laughs> That's what they would have done back in. That's what they would have done again. But I feel like I feel like this is my classic who. Uh, <laughs> so that is what they would have done. Is they just said, do you know what? Just 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 do that, and we'll try and kind of really badly CGI out the hands later. <laughs> just a couple of peg pegs just to hang it down. Yeah, obviously blue. The of Wen Chiang. Blue pegs, obviously. 
Because then they obviously they, you can then just take you can green, blue screen or green screen them out. VFC, brilliant. Was that the tape player, by the way? Did we just? Yeah. Ooh. I think so. Uh, we it... we pause to see if they're playing the theme music. They're not. Move on. I'm quite tempted to stick on some Doctor Who music later on and play it at, at, at full speed, play an album at 45 and see how it sounds. Oh, that'd be brilliant. That'd be brilliant. I've actually got two. They they brought out two Doctor Who vinyls last year, year before that I I bought because I thought they were going to be like proper audio recordings of the episode, like they did with Forty Towers. And it's not. It's just the incidental music. It's weirdly hypnotic and really quite relaxing. Oh, okay. We we we, we sometimes play the season five uh, soundtrack because that's the kind of default one. If you if you like go into Alexa and say Alexa play. Uh, Doctor, and it usually That's defaults to the kind of season five Marigold stuff. Yeah, but I am the Doctor is the greatest piece of music ever composed for this show, That's so that, that 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 yeah. that should be the case. Yep, it's just brilliant. Sometimes Morgan and I are just just kind of in the kitchen, or you know, it's just really you get you get caught up in it. It's really good. Yeah. it's just that. I would mean, I would say that's the absolute highlight of. Doctor Who incident music for or sure. Or when it's played on uh, 45. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly turns into a game show theme. <laughs> all, all, all that needs is, all that needs is uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks kicking in. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm amazed that the Doctor hasn't met them yet. Backpipes make everything better. Are you Are amazed that the Doctor hasn't met Alvin and the Chipmunks? Yeah. I, I know. Um, I, I'm, still, I'm still waiting for the Pinky and Perky crossover oh that's that's gotta happen that would just be superb i mean muffin the mule is clearly an uh, an archetype of evil and is trying to take over the universe so the doctor's got to challenge that at some point it's a play bus which stop is it it's the gallifrey stop <laughs> where's everybody gone <laughs> why is it burning why is my Oh, I see Thatcher was right and late and the, the unions ruined everything. <laughs> this is kind of... The makeup is still bad. It's just... It doesn't help when it's next to normal characters. No, but they, they, they've done better makeup jobs than this. To age someone? Yeah. yeah. This, I believe... This, this, I believe. This, this, I think, is better than the old David Tennant from both... Um, Last of the Time Lords and yes. from um, Nature of Family of Blood. Yeah, Nature yeah. of Blood, Family, Human. Um, oh, was that, was that the Mother of Mine, Father of Mine episode? Yeah, that, that, Can that, we that, never talk about that episode again? David Tennant at the end, which they obviously just reused the makeup for the uh, finale. Is they it? actually just reused. They actually just reused David Tennant's face for this and just slapped on it, Karen Gillan. As far as I was aware, those scenes were actually filmed 50 years in the future and were sent back via the same time travel invented in 2033 that we were discussing earlier. Yeah, that's exactly how it all worked. Am I not right yeah. thinking that Matt Smith has also been filmed in the future and had it sent back? Yeah, no, Matt Smith did as well. Yeah, but this is the worst one of the lot. It just, it just doesn't... Not because it's... Amy, but it's just the makeup job. Just you can almost see the joins around the jaw. My issue with Matt Smith, though, is they stuck the wig on top as well. 
well, because where, he had very, very short hair. Where else would you put the wig? Time with the doctor. So the wig went on top of the really, really old makeup. I mean, surely if you don't put the wig on top, then it becomes a merkin. That's true. Now, John needs to explain what a merkin is. Thank you very much for that. I'm waiting it's for Morgan to explain to him. Yeah, no, I was. It's it's uh, half 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 women half fish. <laughs> uh, all that sorry, all that makeup and eyebrows have stayed pretty much exactly the same. Well, that's well done, that's well done, quite impressive, isn't it? Yeah, you man- you've managed to keep both your hair pretty much exactly the same and your eyebrows. That's the most impressive thing. Look, look, she may be getting old, but it doesn't mean she has to let herself completely go. She has kept the tweezers at close at hand. I'm not sure that she possibly could have worked on her eyebrows she, with a samurai sword. She's gone through the handbox and she's seen that there is actually some Botox inside <laughs> some of these uh, syringes. <laughs> Look, those aliens have clearly have absolutely smooth skin, so they were using something. I suspect this has been the disbelief. Oh, sorry, I forgot about that. But the eyebrows are just, they, they're young person's eyebrows. I absolutely love the transition there because it's Amy talking to Amy and looking at each other and then it comes back and it's the handbot with Rory <laughs> like immediately afterwards like that. It, yeah. I, I, I do like that. That, that, that. that goes back to that goes back to uh, Mickey realising that he's the, the, the metal dog. Yeah. The Look, see. Replaced. There's a place, Rory, with that button nobody noticed for a season and a half. <laughs> <laughs> well, and does Rory also have one red and one green nipple? Yes. yes. Did you not see that? It's in a broad church. He's <laughs> <laughs> completely, completely replaced his career now. He's just like kind of going, oh, do you know, Arthur Darvill actually got really good in broad church. Where was he in broad church? All over the first series, wasn't he? Was yeah. he? I've watched all three series, and I didn't, 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 it didn't even... A, that's how much of an impact this man makes on modern culture. He's a minister. Oh, yeah. I completely forgot. But then he's in, he's in the first episode, and I assume the rest of the first series, of that DC um, Arrow... Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, Legends of Tomorrow. And I don't think he's in the second series when they realise he couldn't act. I thought it was the sense I can't remember. I don't know. I watched uh, the first episode. Thought it was shit because he was in it. Uh, 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 Arthur Darvill is the that's Arthur Darvill is where uh, Steve Moffat clearly get the idea for the silence. You know, as soon as he's off screen, <laughs> you just forget he was there. I actually, I really like him. I'm only played up to the fact that Can doesn't like I can't him. Stand I him. Who are we talking about? Arthur Darvill. Hey, a, ma- yeah. a, a man who just lacks so much charisma. That I, I've only remembered his name because John repeated it four times at me in the last five minutes. I have absolutely no idea who we're talking about. No here. idea. No idea. It's really, really weird. Oh, I saw Arthur Darvill. <laughs> <laughs> who? Who? Arthur who? No, I've got again. Oh! oh. <laughs> yeah, hang on, hang on. I need a pair of tallies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, once you've tallied once for Arthur Darvill, you're done because it's the same Arthur Darvill every time. <laughs> Was that is that a is that the thing that Amy's been using to keep herself amused all these years while she waited? Jesus. What? No. What? Oh, doubles up his our. Oh, so doubles up his our eyebrow tweezers. <laughs> oh, that would be no. That's painful. No, you can't possibly imply that. I only mentioned it because I want John to have another awkward conversation with Morgan. For electric toothbrushes. <laughs> 
Yes, definitely. Although that is one of my favourite scenes from Paddington. I do, do you know I thought oh, Paddington again what, talking about everything but Doctor Who today. Uh, Peter Capaldi's in it, so there we go. Yes, he is, uh, and he, played, he plays. I, I thought the Paddington film was wonderful. I really liked it. I do not recommend putting your toothbrush up your nose. It makes your brain vibrate. I worry that you're in a position to make that comparison. I did it. That was I, a voice I, I, of experience. I actually remembers doing it. I did it. But the did first. You, why did you stick an electric toothbrush up your nose? She watched well, Paddington. It's, it's the equivalent of Homer sticking a crayon up his nose. That's um, what it is. I've also never been aware of this before, but Morgan's got the tiniest nostrils, and I'm wondering <laughs> how she did it. I've never even, you know, I've never paid that much attention to her nostrils before now. How? I could probably get an entire family set of toothbrushes up my nose, but. I now I now love the fact that John is going to be lying awake at night, going, "How did she get a toothbrush up there?" Is there anyone waiting awake at night? Have, have you, you got an electric toothbrush handy, John? <laughs> <laughs> just no. I think conveniently, there's one just here. <laughs> Here's one I used earlier. Yeah, you better not use mine. Hang on, which end? Because the end's normally a lot thicker than the actual toothbrush side. So which side did Morgan stick up? I'm assuming you Where's did. the actual brush what? side? What one way did you put in your mouth? You mean the toothbrush side? Yeah. Yeah, the one you put in your mouth. <laughs> I, actually, to be fair, Morgan, I still wouldn't be completely, even using that, I wouldn't be entirely convinced that you've been brushing your teeth. Right, all these years, just kind of going, this isn't working. How many teeth has she got left? Just to be just to be clear and make sure she's using it vaguely properly. How many teeth are actually in her mouth at the moment? She st- she, Mar- Morgan still has all her teeth. She keeps them in this little bag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello. There's something happened in the episode. Matt's looking confused. Oh, I, who's that? Mary. Oh, God, he hasn't got to act again, has it? Oh. That's yeah, it. Even Rory, even Rory makes the, the, the prospect of getting back into the TARDIS with, with two wives, one of which has now technically become a bitty mouth. <laughs> seem quite bland. I know, totally. The rest of us are going, oh, two Karen Gillans. And Rory's just like, I don't know what to do. Like, step aside, son, let's show you. Two Karen Gillans, one of them's getting junk in the trunk now. You're just like, you know what? Yeah, but you know. they made them slow. <laughs> There's, you can't run away from fast things. Actually, can they cope with stairs and a door? But considering they can walk, I don't think that's an issue. It's never clarified. And, and, and more importantly, how do they use an electric toothbrush? This is something we need need answering. Oh, we're back in the door room. This is, this is basically a bad game show, isn't it? <laughs> I'm just waiting for Danny Dyer to appear now, going, all right. What door you go go yeah. now? <laughs> oh. Open the fucking door. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Open the Fucking Door. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is Dr. Mug. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what would you do if there was an announcement where he came off here that Danny Dyer was the next doctor? I don't know. I genuinely don't know. I mean, in a way, I suspect, for me, it would be exactly the same as when Roy Hodgson became Liverpool manager. <laughs> it doesn't change your affiliation. 
you have no choice in these things. So all you can do is sit back, take a deep breath and go, let's see what happens. And I suspect in exactly the same way, all it would take is one match slash episode for me to go, this is going to be a shit show. Can I teach up? Missy, you fucking slag. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. In the same way that Peter Capaldi isn't actually Scottish, he puts the accent on for, for affectation. Danny Dyer is actually from the home counties. Yes, yeah. That's, that's actually true. Yeah. He went to public school and everything, and he actually talks awfully like this. And he just puts the voice on to make himself look popular. Are you friends with Missy? No. But uh, somebody I work with is friends with her brother. There you go. Who's that? That's my clip to think. Emma, you can meet her. No, well, she was supposed to go to a comedy tonight. I was in West End, didn't turn up. So, but we won't talk about that. Who's this? Who? Who? Uh, Michelle, Michelle, Michelle Gomez's brother. <gasps> you know Michelle Gomez's brother? I, 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 went, I, went, I, went, I went to a gig and Michelle Gomez's brother, it was a charity gig, and uh, Michelle Gomez's brother was there and she was supposed to be going and didn't come. <gasps> my claim to fame was that almost... Gagged in front of Michelle Gomez. That's oh, absolutely oh, fantastic. Honest, it's the same clip to me. Everybody has here. We, I, none of us have gigged to Michelle Gomez. No, so that's all, very no, true. None of us had. No, none you've come the closest. Sorry, can I just point out why does a picture frame being smashed over one of these robot um, heads destroy it? Um, can we just, hey! just? I don't want to suggest we rewind, but I don't think that's Karen Gillan. Certainly, the scene further back, it didn't look like Karen Gillan. Because they put makeup on her and make her look old. No, but it didn't. It didn't even look like old Karen Gillan. It looked like very bad makeup on old Karen Gillan. Are you going to just redo your joke again? Yeah. When when Laura said, "Why oh, he got his picture on his head?" and I said, "Because he got framed." It's funny the first thing. Oh Everyone dear. You can't, you can't have two Karen Gillans in the TARDIS. Told you. But do you know what? You could have tried. You're, you're, you're just kidding. The amount of time, the amount of time, don't do when he, he goes and burns a son so he can talk to Rose for five minutes, you think he'd go, do you know what? We'll try and get two EVs in here, even if it's just for an hour. Yeah, you think yeah. he'd give it a crack. Yeah. I do. Amy. Back. I do. I do worry that we slightly over talked over the uh, dramatic denouement, where Amy may or may not have died, and then before he decided to frame one of the robots. Um, my memory watching this first time around is that was actually quite dramatic in amongst a shit episode. Yeah, uh, yeah the, 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 the whole doctor lying to 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 to, to Rory, and th this bit is actually a decent section of the episode. Yeah, because this is actually. Oh, no. Apart from the fact that he's in it. Oh, it, 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 it just kind of reminds you that there were times when, when Matt Smith's daughter was almost kind of really kind of devious, manipulative and quite sinister. Yeah. yeah. Also, then, uh, giraffe dancing, you'd forget all about it. while she was busy looking after her eyebrows as she got old and fat, she obviously was very good with the hand cream as well. Fair play. Yeah. Oil of Amy. <laughs> 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 Does that stuff even exist anymore? I haven't seen an advert in so long. I don't know if that stuff even exists. I'm at the stage now where, you know, I don't see adverts for anything. You know, just on account of the fact that I mostly watch stuff on Netflix or BBC iPlayer or Amazon Prime or something. To the point now that people say to me, 
have you seen this advert such and such is really that I'll go and actually go out my way to look for the advert on YouTube yeah and you're just going what a strange world where you used to get so frustrated by adverts and now you're at a stage that the only way you can see it is if you actively go looking for it totally I was, I was thinking this the other day actually because I was having a bit of a Midsummer Murders binge and I was suddenly reminded that when I was growing up I had to actually watch the ad breaks or go and do something. Whereas now I just fast forward from Viking cruises to Viking cruises. Yeah. Just skip through the whole thing. I just... Oh, Rory's got a runny nose. Sorry. I've never noticed that before. Yeah, nose. Ooh, so Big he has. drippy nose. Lovely. Do you think that was just a happy coincidence or they actually put some glycerin up his nose? I can't see anything around his eyes. So I'm just assuming that, yes, it's just a runny nose. Oh, there it is. Oh, is it going to drop? Will it drop before the end of the scene? Will it drop? Will it drop? Will it drop? No. Oh. oh, we will never know. Surely the doctor could have handed him a hanky. And also, actually, oh, he's got slightly wet lips. No, he has finally cried. Um, on, on the subject of Amy getting old, how much time looking at her skin did she spend outside? Because there was only one garden. She could have kept in the shade and looked after herself, but apparently she spent most of the time sunbathing. Which is just so dangerous for a redhead. Exactly. I mean, being, being Scottish, she wouldn't know what to do with the sun most of the time anyway. She's been deep fried. Ah, yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just realised that this episode takes on a slightly different tone as well now having recently discovered that there was a box on the White House desk for the last four years with a red button on it. And if you press the red button, a butler turned up with, a, with, with a Diet Coke. Yeah. So is that what that red button is there for on the robots? <laughs> so as they're going around cleansing the world, you just press that and dodge the hand and you get a Coke as you run. Do, do you not think that possibly they did tell them that that was the nuclear button? And he kept pressing it. It's like, right, okay, that's it. North Korea's done for this time. And I go, you know, calm yourself down. Here's a dying coke. <laughs> Do you think maybe that's why he was so upset with China? Because he kept thinking he'd blown them up and they kept coming back. <laughs> I still can't believe that we lived in a world where a guy who presented a bad TV show badly somehow got elected to high office. The highest office. Yeah. Let's just, put, let's just put that out. The highest. The highest office. I mean, at least, at least our idiot has written a book badly and ter inaccurate. Ter 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 terrible historical. Yeah, it's inaccurate. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's crap and it's terrible, but he's actually provenly, and he got other people to pass his exams at school, but allegedly. Hang on. What about the art of the deal? I don't think Trump even read it, and I know no, no darn well he didn't write it. <laughs> I mean, he spent most of the last 20, 30 years trying to sleep with his own daughter. Allegedly. Possibly. There's an unha unhealthy relationship there. <laughs> oh, oh, hello. It just it's just, just finished. Yeah, I think I remember. Yeah, and then it's David Williams, which we are not watching. Oh, Excellent. I vaguely recall that episode as being scary-ish oh, and fun and interesting. There's, there's one bit, like important moment in the entire episode, which is where the Doctor opens up door 11. Yeah, and we get the uh, whole oh, what's inside there, and don't find out until the end of series seven. Ah. That's, that's, that's it because it's we won't spoil it, but we know what it is. Yeah, uh, like the most terrifying thing apparently. 
I I was going to say, so what did we think of that episode? But I think the fact we just talked over the entire thing and barely referenced anything other than Amy getting we old. We had to do something. We couldn't just skip from let's destroy Hitler to in hindsight, the, the, the wedding of... The, the wedding of Hitler song. Blah, blah. We couldn't, we couldn't just do that. We had to stick something in there. And it was that just... Like, it's... It was something for us to just talk over. Let's be honest. I That's mean, in, in hindsight, do we think we possibly could have just gone from Let's Kill River to the, the wedding of Hitler's song? The wedding of Hitler. <laughs> in hindsight, no, I don't think we should have done. Because, I, I, um, I mean, the wedding of River song is actually a decent episode. That's true. And I would have hated to us to have this, had this discussion that we've had, which has been enjoyable. Um, we we probably spent about two of the forty four minutes on the episode. Um, yeah. But hey, you know it's us. We're crazy. <laughs> we don't play. We don't play to the normal rules of podcasts. <laughs> That's very true. Can't just even record these. Oh so, God. Well, John, have you ever clicked on one of his links to see if it's actually what it says it is? <laughs> no. Neither of you have. I don't like to hear myself, so... To be honest with you, I mean, I discovered the other day that an awful lot of these episodes are being listened to by someone in Islington, and I just don't know how bad life is in Islington right now that we're the high point. (laughs) We can can be the difference between this guy ending it and not ending it. Yeah, but which way is that going to go? Yeah, well... Yeah, I'll 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 check in with I'll check in with my colleagues and find out what's going on if there's been a mass murder or something. Um, <laughs> so we are down to our final episode now. We are one episode away from finishing season six, and it's been it's been fun and interesting, and it's been kind of well, it's been there. And that episode really, well, we can say it happened. And I'm just not sure what point was made or what we gained from watching it. Uh, well, we've, we've, we've killed an hour and a half, so... Yeah, that'll do. Yeah, I can live with that. And and to be fair, if we hadn't sat here on a Saturday afternoon, when you're listening to this, dear listener, it'll be middle of March or something, um, on a Saturday <laughs> afternoon, and we would not if we would not have had a, a young Morgan's fantastic impression of Eric Morgan. And so that alone, which I appreciate is a visual gag, but that alone made this podcast worthwhile. Oh, yes. Yeah, I'm thinking she's continuing the impression because she's no longer with us. <laughs> that, 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 that's a good she's become at her Eric Morgan house. She's no longer here. And <laughs> not forgotten. On that, on that note, I don't think we can beat that joke. That, uh, that, that joke just... I come back. Oh, God, she's back. You so really, you... They can hear us anymore. They're like this. Yeah. Did you lose us for a second? Nope, there? nope. You're still no, here. No. You were here the whole time. Yeah. I just, you guys just went. Just, I just like the fact that stopped. you created the perfect end and the perfect joke to end the podcast on, and Morgan comes back in. No, oh, I'm here. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, quick. Hang on. Control. Stay there. Control out four. If that isn't the perfect screenshot. I've lost my cursor. There we go. Right, I'll send that over in a second. Um, right, that was the the girl who waited and we didn't. And I, I just like that. 
I like the face. I want to see how. I'm, do you know what? I'm going to do the longest outro ever just to see how long. There's <laughs> <laughs> a joke there about jaw rake, but moving on. Um, that was the girl who waited. We will reconvene at some point in the very, very near future for the uh, the Hitler of Wedding River songs waiting. Um, so. I feel like I should ask another question about the episode, but I really can't be asked because it just didn't seem to warrant it. There was bad makeup and Arthur Darville was there and Laura is just freezing on a regular basis. And I just, I can't keep looking at it because bad jokes appear in my head. Um, in the meantime, <laughs> this has all gone horribly wrong. This is why we shouldn't drink at lunchtime. Um, it's like that, the like police squad. It is, isn't it? This is it. Yeah. <laughs> Al, you've got something on the corner of your mouth there, thud. <laughs> I can't take this seriously anymore. Right, that has been The Girl Who Waited. We have been the Unsolid Popcorn Podcast. And to be honest with you, I don't know why anyone watches that episode. But listen to this, because this was more fun. In the meantime, we are going to reconvene in the next few days to watch River get married. Um, on, I'm, I'm going to stalk very slowly now, because Laura can't hold that forever. Um, over there, up in sunny Scotland, has been John and Morgan. And over on the other side with Bernie Sanders and now Jawrake has been Laura Monmouth. I've been Carl Johnson. Uh, this has been the Unsolded Popcorn Podcast. I need to go and put the dogs in the garden. Uh, we shall see you again very soon. Thank you very much and goodbye.